0: on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen.
1: My name is Oliver Queen. I went to your panel. The city is silent but I don't I'm want not to call anymore. anymore.
2: The On from the sharing. future, because you can and inspire. In the future. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. Super cool. You people become team.
1: Hey, cuz. It's
2: good to see you.
1: This looks like a job for the both of us. You of
0: Absolutely, heroes,
1: legends. You have failed this city. Ah!
3: Hello and welcome. You are listening to DC on CW Supergirl edition on Rainman Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rainman Digital app available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rainman Digital. You can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW, and once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. So today, I'm back. It's me, Lauren. I'm uh, I'm finally back after a couple episodes away. <laughs> Um,
2: was, I think it was only one. Was it
3: only one? It yeah, just seems like had, a long time. We had one episode less than I think we were anticipating having. So, yeah, it was only one. Yay! Well, yeah, you
0: only missed a gun episode.
3: I was gone for seven years. And it was only one week for you guys.
4: Uh, <laughs> yes. <our laughs> I have a new
3: hot wife. Um, <laughs> I've got with me Nicole. Hello. And Bob. Hello. And today, Bob... What's going on that's special today?
0: Mm, I don't know. Who's on the line with us today? Jesse oh, Tom. hey,
3: I was <laughs> just
2: an so. nobody knows who I am.
0: Yeah, well, Jesse Hansen, uh, one of our, yeah, our Patreon, uh, you know, uh, subscribers. <laughs> Subscriber? I couldn't think of the words. Sorry. <laughs> there it is. W-
2: words Subscriber. are hard.
3: Words are always hard. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, uh, we've got Jesse with us. How you doing, Jesse?
2: Hey, how's it going, guys? Have you ever been on Supergirl? Um, you, um not really. Not in in my mind many, many times. Right.
3: <laughs> Rebuttals in your head listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be breaking down and discussing Supergirl Season 3, Episode 22, Make It Rain. The Kryptonians use the Fortress of Bitchitude to summon <laughs> rain back to Earth. Um, this episode was directed by Armin V. Kevorkian, Written by Ray Utarnichet and Cindy Lichtman. Um, this was finally like the the moment that we had been kind of dr- well, one moment we had been dreading, which is John losing his dad. It's it's it finally happened, and uh,
0: it was sad and
3: a bad time.
0: Rewarding, I guess, at the yeah, same time,
3: sort of ish. Um. Watching the goodbye between him and Alex was more emotional than I wanted it
1: to be.
0: (laughs) I honestly, that one surprised me just because I didn't like how worse would have been if you just sort of walked up to like people be like, I don't remember you. (laughs)
3: Jesus. (laughs) That would have been worse. That would have been rough, man.
0: It's like, oh, like at least he remembers you and like, you know, thinks highly of you.
3: Well, Alex is the one at the DEO that spent the most time with him, arguably. You know, other than his own son.
0: And that, that's debatable.
3: What do you mean? Well, just
0: because it always seemed like Martian Manhunter was not spending that much time with him at the beginning.
3: Oh well, I, I okay. That's fair. I know what you mean. But no. they live together, yeah. so they inevitably see each other every night. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he <laughs> he left a. Very heartwarming compliment with Alex, uh, saying that she would have made a an excellent green Martian. Um, I can depart with peace because I know my son is home. That's a sad man, sad time. But it, I feel like that's the ultimate. That was like me. I
5: was um, crying.
3: <laughs> that's I don't know, kind of the ultimate compliment?
0: compliment. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like that with anything. When anybody takes you in as one of you're like their own Mm -hmm. it's always like the biggest compliment it's like no i don't look at you as so and so you're part of the family
5: yeah it's so sweet he had a lot of
2: great words for uh alex too and how he explained that home is not a place it's kind of where you're living so that i really liked what he said there
3: yeah yeah Uh, it's it's not about where you are it's about who you're with um yeah
2: and and how he specific. definitely
0: sounded like an old wise Martian.
2: Yeah, he <laughs> and how much shit. he said that, uh, Alex loved loved him his son so much as well.
3: Hmm. Well, yeah, because I mean, Jean basically became like a an adoptive father to the Danvers sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um. I mean, we just we just gotta keep talking a bit about this. I don't know. It's just a sad time. I'm just real bummed out, but uh. <laughs> So so when they started to do the the um like ceremony uh of passing those memories on and stuff like that it was kind of cool at least to see all of that happening you know they're sitting there and you just see the memories moving around them and stuff like that and you know it, not all of it's going to be good happy memories some of it is going to be really sucky stuff <laughs> and i'm sure there was a lot of stuff with the war and you know like that's that's got to be tough um but John starts to understand what his dad was talking about when he was talking about this, you know, balance and stuff like that. Um, and he uh, sees his own birth. got <laughs> to be a weird situation. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see it. Nope. I'm good. Hard pass.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, That was always like the questions, like you got to take the good with the bad. And like, you know, last week we kind of talked about You know, you're going to get all the. Not that your birth is a shitty memory, but there are possible other worse things that you could see that make you think more or less of your parents based on some kind of weird memory that came through. Mm. What I did appreciate about that, it was like, um, you know, the the swirl scene where they're, you know, all the memories are going around them. They were smart enough to use like the old stock footage. You know, it didn't look like anything was new. Yeah. You you know, it was the old war footage and all that other stuff. So at least they were smart in using things that at least I believed I recognized. It could have been brand new, but in my head I was like, yeah, I remember that from last year. And, you know, when they're going through all these memories, I can picture these things.
3: There's no sense in... Two two things there. There's no sense in blowing the budget on brand new stuff for that. (laughs) And then also, yeah, I mean, if the viewer can recognize it, or at least if it seems familiar enough to the viewer then you feel like you're you know remembering or viewing these memories and you're like yeah that definitely is what happened you know
0: yeah and they had to do something because it just looks stupid if they're just sitting there all (laughs) indian style and like nothing's going on like oh they're memory transferring right now
3: they're talking in their minds can't you tell i promise (laughs) they're acting so good (laughs) um yeah so we've got after that weapon episode, we've got these new non-lethal weapons that Wynne's developing, and you know he actually does make something really cool. Though he makes that belt that he gives to his little frenemy Demos, um, and he uh, he had him test the belt out on himself. So he had Demos—that's his name, right? Demos. Yeah, Demos. Yeah. Whatever. Um, test the belt. Whatever. Out.
4: Dead.
3: <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Spoiler. Yeah, right. Wow. We hadn't gotten there yet. God. Bob, oh, in order of the notes. What?
5: Huh.
3: What? Um, but he, you know, he talks about how he fantasized about
5: punching him. Oh so yeah, that, that was that was just a fun little moment to just throw in there. I'm like, I've always wanted to punch you. At any point
0: <laughs> there were you like I hope it fails.
5: Right. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Just She's like, it would have been funny.
0: Yeah. She's like, oops, I forgot to turn it on or, you know. <laughs>
3: But inevitably, of course, like any character that didn't get a lot of screen time and all of a sudden gets a suspicious amount of screen Screen time time? and also uh, gets a new item, he dies. Because the Golden Girls of Krypton swoop in and give him the old razzle-dazzle in the form of eye zaps. And, uh, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Felicia. Well, that was always
0: the risk, like last week when, I'm going to say last week, it was like a month ago, it seems like. But uh, when we talked about losing the weapons, it's like, you're trusting a lot into something that has no testing. You Mm -hmm. know, and these aliens that we deal with at DEO are so powerful. I mean, not like if you had a gun, it would have saved him. Anyway, you know, the non-lethal wasn't probably going to, or lethal probably wouldn't have helped him anyways against a Kryptonian. But... It it still just it probably didn't feel good for Win to know. Oh well, I'm a failure.
3: Right. No, not at all. I don't know. I mean, I I really liked the uh, the talk that Win had with James later on about that. You know, him thinking that he kind of failed because the one weapon that he made. I don't think it failed. It was just not quite powerful enough.
0: It's just like anything else. Like a bulletproof vest is only as good as, you know, the, I guess the bullet or as close as you're getting shot. Yeah. It's not going to save you from everything. If if
3: someone's trying to snipe you, you know, that bullet's probably, you know, if you've got extra bullet speed there and a totally different type of ammunition, like that's, I don't know for sure, but I feel like it probably wouldn't protect you as well. Yeah. Um,
0: just like vaccines or anything else. It's like, mm, guess what? People die of super flus and all kinds of other shit, no matter what.
3: I mean, it happens. Yeah. Nothing has, a, especially in science, you like nothing has a hundred percent success rate. Nothing. Um, best you can do. (laughs) Including condoms. (laughs) Whee! Yay! (laughs) Best you can do is like 99.9%. So, um... (laughs)
0: Yeah, Just I, in case we don't we want to say a hundred percent.
2: Yeah, that's where you wear
0: two.
3: What? <laughs> two of them? I'm <laughs> like double
2: bagging the
3: camera. Yeah.
2: Or put a little cork oh. in the front, you know, we'll see what happens.
3: <laughs> oh, cork it?
2: Cork it. <laughs> Ooh boy. Is that like a male sponge? It's no, a new kink. It's, it's a bad idea, that's what that is.
0: <laughs>
3: It sounds like a terrible... It sounds very uncomfortable.
2: Pop the top on New Year's. Yeah, it's kind of like the cartoons where they stick their finger in the barrel of the gun and then it shoots and then it goes backwards. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs>
3: oh. oh, God. Ow. Sounds like you're speaking from personal experience and I hope you're not.
2: <laughs> no. It's a comfort.
5: fart. Uh, anyway.
2: <laughs> you gotta make it rain, right? Just like the episode.
5: Um.
3: <laughs>
5: Damn it, these puns. Right?
3: So uh so with with this whole no gun thing. So last episode, you know, it was the the we're moving to non-lethal forms of And if combat. you don't like
0: it, get the fuck out.
3: Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I mean, you know, whatever. I'm sure they're going to be recommended to other branches of the government and whatever. It's going to be fine. But uh yeah, so they, you know, I, so they Bob, you you were asking if they jumped the gun on pulling guns and what do you mean like why why do you feel like that
0: i just think that it should probably should have been more of like a phased approach i don't think you know going like the absolute opposite right away without testing some of these things because again it's got to feel shitty for when that his first idea works but when you're testing it against a human it doesn't really count it's like you get like other aliens or people to test this out another way to keep, like, the things that we know work against the aliens at the same time. Yeah. I, again, I know it was, like, the perfect storm of, you know, we how many Kryptonians does it take to get through Winds Belt?
3: Right. Well, Apparently three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the is three. Um. Not only that, though, you gotta think that it's not like they were facing up against, I don't know, like, a White Martian or kind of a more regular alien. You know, it's not like a gun would have worked on them anyway. They're bulletproof. Yeah. So, what was really the difference this week? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, again, it's just And
3: they did um Alex did end up using kryptonite bullets, you know. So, I I can't remember if it was this episode or next episode. No, it was
0: this episode.
3: Was it this episode? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, I think that they're they're making the transition, but they you know, uh you were mentioning that at one point after them deciding to not use guns anymore, that um, Jean still had a gun on his hip. And, you know, Alex still had her guns. I So I think it was just a, a matter of... You got to phase it out. But yeah, you know, they have Wynn working on the tech that he can be in the meantime. Because um, it doesn't seem like they immediately just took everyone's guns away.
0: Yeah, I, again, I just... It, it, it just happened to be the perfect storm, and yeah, it's uh, unfortunate for um his little buddy.
3: And they don't let James. everyone have like kryptonite bullets anyway. Like Alex is trusted with them because she's Alex, and she's never going to shoot Kara. But the regular, like you know, uh, uh, gun-bearing agent number three, you know, he he's not going to get kryptonite bullets, so it wouldn't have made any difference this week at least not not against the golden girls. Nope. Nope. By not the way, all. they
0: were the least intimidating people in the world. Oh
3: god, yeah. Especially well. the one with the tooth gap. I couldn't stop looking at her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like when they so when they come in from the top of the DEO and they land on the table and they're like we need the blood and then they jump down I'm like god, that looks so fucking horrible and that's when the golden girls are krypton uh, the, the thank Kryptonian. you for
3: being a friend yeah. I'm just like oh
0: my gosh which one of you is the old hoary lady
5: <laughs> because- probably gap tooth. which one's the rose here because yeah. <laughs> it was just like there,
0: there, there's nothing uh, I'm sorry nothing intimidating about those three ladies and I know they're you know, Kryptonians and they have all kinds of powers and it just the look of them it just, they, they looked old and feeble I'm sorry just, yeah. didn't, just didn't buy it and 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 we always talk about things that take us out of scenes and moments and, t- and shows and that was it i was just like looking at him like the, yeah see you guys are having to speed him up or find a stunt double to get him to move that fucking fast across the room
3: <laughs> yeah i mean there's there's definitely been instances of and it's not it's not necessarily linked to their age it is them as characters or the actresses, the, look, the way they portray it, just, it yeah. everything else. Because there's been some middle-aged women in a lot of the CW shows that have had a really commanding presence. I mean, the head of Kaz, Cadmus, for instance. Yeah. She commands a lot of intimidation and, and presence when she's on screen. And I personally would not want to mess with her.
0: Yeah. Kara's mom.
3: Yeah. Kara's mom.
0: Um think I going to like middle age. She's probably like a year younger than me.
3: I think I, mean, I think she is almost forty, but like <sighs> it just, it's just yeah. I agree with you. It, I can't quite put my finger on what was just all of the about, problems were, but something
0: about them that just didn't they didn't give the presence of like these are the masterminds behind everything that's happened this season. Yeah, yeah. they didn't
5: really portray that at all. No, that's a little
2: lackluster. lackluster. But do you think if they would have kept their hoods up, they'd be more intimidating? Well, of course, hoods make everybody intimidating. <laughs>
3: You know, I want to say yes, but I don't know. I still feel like no. But but see, they could have had that that
0: Emperor-type vibe mm -hmm. to them. You know? A
3: little. But I uh, I don't don't know. know. I think it would have come off a little cheesy after a certain point. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there was no winning, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it just, again, some, you know, shoot and miss.
3: Uh, So, yeah. Alex kicked some ass though against two of the three golden girls um from that crazy like I'm just going to jump kick like double kick both of you guys in the chest and then fall <laughs> on my table. own back yeah <laughs> jesus from that to like you know having kryptonite bullets and stuff like that you know uh, um that was a, that was a solid scene it's
0: been a while since we've seen badass alex like put put a hurting on people and not be intimidated by
3: Kryptonians. Kryptonians. Also, um, I got to say a little shout out to Ruby being smart and not being scared while she and Sam were on the other side of that little like visual force field Mm -hmm. in that room. You know, she like tossed something so that Dimas could even go get the blood without being detected. And okay, it didn't work entirely, but it gave Alex a chance to swoop in and save his ass and, you know. He got a head start. Didn't work out really in the end, but like, you know, that that's a 12 year old girl. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, shoot, I see an opening. There you go. I'm going to save everyone.
0: And I'm glad they established that earlier in the show that that force field was there because the last time I think we saw it was in Lena's lab, not mm-hmm. in the DEO. Mm-hmm. And for them to just like magically turn it on, it, we probably would have been like, why is that there?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so it's just
5: conveniently here now. Cool. Mm.
0: Why don't you put that up over your building? They would have never found you.
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Alex will now.
3: But they'd be suspiciously drawn to it. They'd be like, what's this giant thing that we can't see through? How do we break through it? True. Um. Yeah. I don't know.
5: So you mentioned something about, like, Kara not really maybe... Hey, she... She freaked out over Lena knowing how to make kryptonite, but she's totally okay with these kryptonite bullets being in existence. They've had them, though.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, but still, it's it just seemed like, a for me, how bad she's flipped out about things okay. being there to kill her.
3: I, I want to agree with you, but at the same time, if you notice, Alex is the only one using them.
0: True it doesn't mean it can't get in somebody else's hands and that's what I Like I'm,
3: Lena's. Oh my god.
0: Or anybody mm-hmm. else that just freely walks around the DEO the last know. three years.
3: Alex Alex is uh, pretty pretty loose with her cell phone. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Ruby could swipe that, but with a gun full of kryptonite bullets, I don't think so. I don't think she would ever let that go, I don't know, unprotected or or something like that.
0: And, and and you know what? I probably wouldn't have thought about this four or five episodes ago, but the fact that she's been so just stingy and just angry about anything that can hurt her. I just thought it was weird that magically they appeared again. Yeah,
3: but she got not over that. She did. She had Lena make more, you yeah. know, because she was like, okay, we do need to use it against rain. So, I mean, they, they, um,
0: They've at least established
4: that. When
3: she and mon were fighting Rain inside of Lex Luthor's mansion, they were using, like, kryptonite to, really? you know. So she, I mean, she got over it. She realized that it was necessary to fight her nemesis. She just wants it controlled. And she wants to have at least partial access to that control. <laughs> um, which makes sense. I get it. She's eased up. I'm gonna defend her here. We were pretty we were pretty hard on her because she was being a stingy bitch, but she's uh she's chilled out. She's okay. She's doing fine. She hasn't been, <laughs> she hasn't been complaining about that for a couple episodes at least.
0: Sounds like you're talking yourself into
3: that.
5: Psyching <laughs> <Thanking> myself up. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe.
3: No, she's fine. Um, all right, with that, let's take a quick break and uh, then we'll talk more about the episode.
4: You look like the attractive, yet non-threatening, racially diverse cast of a CW show.
0: DC on CW. will be right back.
1: This is Star Wars from the Butter let Exclusive.
0: get
4: operations.
2: Like, there were actual people complaining that he was 190 years old. Like, it didn't make sense. And uh, why doesn't it make sense? Well, he's an if, alien. <laughs> he, <laughs> if <laughs> you haven't realized, he's a fucking Wookiee. <laughs> he's a fucking
0: Wookiee. <laughs> he's not human, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, science says Wookiees only live to be 155. Go drown yourself in some back to water. Go drown yourself. And I've David, go, I don't condone raping, but Dave, go ahead and try to dock with them as well. <laughs>
5: Continue? I don't think I do.
0: <laughs> Good God! I'm just amazed that Tony could fall asleep during a show.
5: I know. I, I
0: didn't. Ex- Is he awake right now? I can't see him.
5: His eyes are too squinty. I'm not certain.
0: <laughs> oh, that's racist. <laughs> that should be a meme. That should be a meme. Could someone take a picture of Tony and say, okay. "I'm not, not sure if he's sleeping or if he's just Asian"? I'll sneak. Him- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm looking off into the horizon. I'll Are you? I'll sneak a picture later. Maybe that's why I didn't know he was asleep. You thought I was, he was looking off into I, the
2: horizon. I, I thought it was just Asianized.
1: Yeah. For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no No free free stuff. stuff. That's deal30 at adamandeve.com.
0: You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW.
3: All right, guys, we are back. Let's talk about the Fortress of Bitchitude. Just like that. So (laughs) they are the Golden Girls of Krypton are creating Rain 2.0, which is going to be Rain again, but in a different body but it's still going to look like Sam and it's still going to have Rain's DNA. And I'm just really confused about how that happened. We saw Rain get like separated from Sam and then she exploded. And did anyone else understand that a little more clearly than I did? Nope. Nope.
5: Great. <laughs> uh, see, and what I was, and they were still connected a little. They
0: were connected because one, when one got weak, the other one got strong, and vice and, versa. And
5: I, I feel like they were really reaching.
0: Uh, yeah, and and I don't know if they just didn't set it up properly with the, uh you know, the the chick that got the rock stuck to her hand a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you know, um, how they <laughs> yeah. were gonna create the new world killer. Yeah, You know, maybe something was lost <laughs> in the translation of what they were trying to do at that, you know, for the cult and what they were trying to do in the Fortress of Bitchitude. But I, I, I was the same way. I'm just like, I'm so confused. I'm like, I really thought Sam was just going to turn back in the rain.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: I. That would have been better, actually.
3: I feel like they didn't do enough legwork explaining this before this episode. I think they, I think they missed uh, an opportunity or two somewhere to explain a little bit more about this before deciding, no, this is how we're going to do it. Um, And then by the time they got to this point, they were like, well, we could explain it more, but it's going to clutter up the episode. Um, So let's just cut that stuff. Go to our
0: web episode if you want the, the, you know, the science of rain explained.
2: (laughs) You didn't think it was weird when they made her in that little pot and then threw some blood on her and... Yeah, no, the whole thing was weird. (laughs) What what was in there?
0: Uh, Yeah, no, the the whole thing was weird of oh, well, we need the the blood of all three of them. It's like, wait.
5: They, like, went fucking Voldemort on this.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was strange. I mean, they definitely... There was the attempt to make a world killer with, you know, that episode where the girl got the rock stuck to her hand, but... Um, But yeah, there just wasn't a lot explained there. Um, And we get Rain back, but she's weaker, which sounds great at first until she's all of a sudden not weaker anymore. Uh, (laughs) And once all of the legwork was done, Golden Girls didn't need Coville. And uh, wow, the simple case of never meet your heroes. Right for real,
0: <laughs> like uh, looking up to your You know, these are these are basically his gods.
5: Mm-hmm. I worship you.
0: I okay, worship cool. You. Oh, I, I can't hold the rock. Yo, I got you. Let me do it. Let me do it. <laughs> Let me do it. Let me do it. I got. I can do it. Look, look. I can hold it. All right, cool. Do it. All right, cool. You're done. Zap, zap. Yep. Thanks. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. uh, unfortunate.
3: Well, he was on the wrong side of history. That's his fault. Uh, uh, did
0: you? I, I,
5: hmm. But Then he, I don't, I don't
0: know. What? <laughs> no, well, no. It's just, it, he's been such a weird, like, flip-flopper throughout the season.
5: Well, yeah, I think he's he had flip-flops his own. again. Yeah. Understandably so this time. I think he's had his own best
3: interests at heart the whole time and his own curiosity at heart.
0: He's that survivor.
3: Nah. Well, I. I think it's more than just surviving. I think he was hoping, I don't know. I think he wanted to see things play out. He was curious. He was interested.
0: I started this shit. Let's see it end.
3: Yeah. And he wanted <laughs> to have a place, like a solid place in history with them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that part was more than just survival. It was like ambition to be a part
5: of it. But then it didn't go so well. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you want to be part of history. <laughs> you get fucked. <laughs> well, it's not like an old girls
2: club. Yeah. He, was, uh, he wasn't invited anymore. They wanted right. him out.
5: Yeah. You've got a wiener. Get
3: out. <laughs>
2: uh, I feel sometimes.
3: Said the old lady. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it's just.
4: He, he seemed to
3: not. So he's been around the whole season. And. This episode. He just seemed to be a little tiny plot device. Like, hey, remember this guy? Cool. Okay, he's done now. Like. This is it. It felt like in the show and not just with the Kryptonians.
5: He just like, okay, you served your purpose. Goodbye. Yeah. I almost feel like they didn't know what to do with him and how to end that whole thing.
3: And to be fair, I think, you know, this this season started out going one direction and probably changed <laughs> course after we went into that hiatus. Mm. Um, So I'm all things considered. I'm a little more forgiving knowing, you know, that we lost a showrunner and some changes probably got made when that happened. I'm a little more forgiving knowing that, like, they may have had to scramble to try and figure out how to tie up loose ends in the story. Um, but whatever. So the, the team gets back from Argo using a portal. But uh, really, it's just that they've been using hologram crystal caches um, in a nice little throwback. You know, when is is in the room with the hologram of Allura, and she just starts, like, looking at him and, and being all weird. And he's creeped out because, obviously, fucking ghost in the machine much? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Kara. Yeah, I'm Kara. No you're not. Win,
3: I'm Kara. Okay, go to sleep now, crazy <laughs> ghost machine. <laughs> um
0: they did such a good job of like the editing of that where it would cut to her in Argo City to the hologram to Win to her, you know.
5: Yeah, they and, did really good with that.
0: And and just like the facial expressions and everything that was going on worked out so well yeah. it was one of the bright points of the episode at least for me to where like i would go back and watch that again and probably giggle every time just because of you know how jeremy jordan kind of played it <laughs> off as like
3: stop stop
5: <laughs> it S- stop it <laughs>
0: tell me something that she would only know you know
5: yeah <laughs> that's
0: my sister oh okay
3: Ooh, um so yeah, the the streaky comment, you know, like, "What was your first pet? Streaky." Okay, everybody knows that. Um, but I got to say uh, the actress that plays Alura did such a great job physically emoting and acting like Melissa Benoist acting as Kara. Yeah. She she moved her hands the same way the, the same like the way she would shake her head a little bit as she talked and just every way that she moved and spoke was how Melissa Benoist Moves when she is Kara. So that was an absolute bright point. I really have to agree with you there. Really, really good scene. Um, And what a cool, like, neat thing. And they actually explained it. Like, hey, we can use this technology. It's going to be a little weird. It's going to be a little, like, awkward. But we have some tech that's not really properly finished here. And and we can finagle it to make it...
0: We got one shot.
3: Yeah, like, we we can... Here's what we have. Here's what the goal is. We're going to mess with it a little bit. Hopefully it works. Okay, great. That's all the explanation yeah. I need.
0: If we have a problem, we have a way to solve it. Let's get from A to B Perfect. and get everybody here.
3: I don't need all of the science behind it. I just need some like recognition of like, hey, this is this is the plan. Here are our tools. We're going to try to make this work. Oh, look, great. It worked at least enough to get us to our goal kind of. Yeah. Works
5: for me. All right, let's keep going. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's all That's all I needed. That's fine. That would use
3: those
0: hologram crystals to get people to punch shit all the time.
5: Right?
0: Like, if I could just appear in a room, be like, yeah, start egging people on. And <laughs> so they push the button for me. <laughs> all right, that works. <laughs> Jesus. That's, that's a straight up video game thing. It would be, yeah. Get somebody, you know, how, how am I going to get in that room? I got to get that zombie to go run into that trap real quick to open the door.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we finally, finally get to everything that this season has been leading up to, which is the actual world killing of
0: the the real world killers.
3: Yeah. The, the Mm. world, the killing of the world begins. Um, there's tornadoes, there's, you know, earthquakes and, you know, cracks in the earth and, all sorts of ridiculous, like catastrophic damage. I don't like damage. when they do
0: cracks in the earth, by the way. It, it never looks right. I think they should just go to Universal Studio and do the earthquake thing every time <laughs> and just use that as their prop for it. Because when they do the just the computer animation of the cracks, I'm just like, no, yeah. can't you guys like just break some wood or something and shake a building or a Call camera? A yeah.
3: But they I- had to show rain in the core of the earth trying to be trapped there. Or yeah. well, the earth is trying to trap her. But yeah. Um it interrupts the uh the the reach, the ceremony between Myrn and Jean. And uh I also don't know if I just didn't quite understand this either. But Myrn wants to be One with the earth. So instead of going to live inside of his son's brain, he's going to live inside the earth and heal it and save it. And it's the ultimate sacrifice and it will be his final gift to everyone and he'll save the day. Um,
0: And nobody will know your name.
3: How in the hell does one just go, I want to be inside the earth now?
0: I... I I didn't know that was a Martian power.
5: I didn't either. I, like what? I get the, I, you know what?
3: No, I don't even get the telepathic thing because they're not, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with your body? Where does your body go? Do you just die and your brain goes in there? That's fine. Like your mind just kind of melds with your son's mind for the last time. And like, that's okay. You're just transferring all your memories. I assumed that there would be a body after that, you know?
0: Nah. You don't, you don't want like the Jedi disappear thing? Yeah, I was going to say that too.
5: The
2: Jedi dance?
3: Yeah,
5: we don't. There's yeah. There's in the mm-hmm. DC
3: universe? <laughs>
5: <laughs> there is now. <laughs> <laughs> Except they look yeah. weird. And yeah, how Luke really disappeared
2: at the end of The Last Jedi. Yeah, but his
0: metal arm disappeared too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's right. true. That's true. Uh
0: that's for a different show. Okay, but that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's, that's an established thing. thing. Becoming
3: yes. one with the force is something that Jedi's, you know, aspire to when their life is over. Yeah,
0: we, we don't have any reference of Martians becoming one with their planet when it's time to go.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And that, he just and like came out of nowhere. melted down into some red, like spicy vapor. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> spicy vapor. <laughs> yeah. Shiny spicy vapor. Um
0: became a bottle of Cholula and went into the cracks.
3: Yeah. What? Guys, what is happening?
0: Uh, look, uh, again.
3: Where did we go this episode? Why is there no explanation for your science? I don't even, I don't need the formulas behind it. Just like a, hey, Martians can do this thing, you know, where like when they die, they become one with the planet. Well, that's weird, but I'll take your word for it, I guess. You yeah. know, like... <laughs>
0: or maybe give me one time where uh, John transformed into a tree as a camouflage. <laughs> We've seen him become earth before. <laughs> oh, it was a stretch, I'm not going to lie. It I was, was just, weird. It was just like, wait, this is it's, how it's going to
5: happen? Yeah, it seems out of nowhere.
0: I'm going to be the bond, the glue that holds this all together. And was, then if I was John, I'd be like, wait, well, I didn't what if what if I missed something important that you're supposed to teach me?
5: I was, oh, figure it out.
0: Bye. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, like, let, let's look at that from that aspect real quick before we get to what you're getting into. Um, think about it. He's supposed to be like all the the religion and history of the Martians. Well, mm-hmm. a- And then all of a sudden, magically, like, chapter seven of whatever their Bible is is now gone because they didn't have a chance to mind meld that over yet.
3: He did say that he was just like, there's one more thing that I have to transfer to you. There's one more memory I have to give you. This is the most important one. And it was, you know, the beginning of their religion is the moment when she received the scrolls. Um, <laughs> I love it when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was weird. Uh, do you think that's going to have any relevance or is that just like a, you did it. You've unlocked.
5: All of the knowledge, like I don't
0: go forward.
5: Uh, yeah, I, I don't know.
0: It's, I don't know. It would. I'm
5: assuming they're setting it something up for next season. It has to be. It has yeah. to be because they like
3: it, it has to be. There's no way you're going to put that much emphasis on. There's one one more thing. One more thing. I must
0: <laughs> teach you before Jackie? I leave.
3: <laughs> um. Yeah, the, 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 there has to be some relevance to it um in all of its cgi glory so <laughs> it looked a little cheesy i i really do feel a bit forgiving here okay so i was sitting there and i was watching this and there was someone next to me and i and i go oh this is a really emotional scene his dad's dying um his dad to- is sacrificing himself to save the earth i don't know how that's going to work but it's a really emotional scene And then they they're like, oh, and they look over, and then it just he just melts into some red, and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was emotional. Now it looks like he spilled a Mountain Dew code red into the earth. (laughs) Just
0: wet farted himself down a car.
3: Um I do feel kind of forgiving though, knowing that they I'm sure that there was some sort of plan that Kreisberg had for the show and once he was gone other people took over and I'm sure all the writers were like "Ah, crap now there's a new direction we got how do we do this you know and I'm, I'm sure they did the best they could with inevitable changes but it was a little funky weird there was there was a lot of things where I was like somebody Meh.
0: needed to be in there going Meh. good idea work on it but what you're doing now? No.
3: It, or just explain it. Give a brief, brief example of when it's happened before, like you said, or like give Part any of the sort mind of like, meld, yeah.
0: Be like he just learns that you know you have the ability, you're, you're stronger than you think.
3: Yes, something, anything. Give us something. Um, but I will say that for all of um Papa Jones's struggles with. His own mind and his age and and having been through captivity for so long with the white Martians and all of this stuff, his own his own psychic abilities and never wanting to harm anyone and just wanting to to help everyone and and, and feel at home, feel at peace, know his son is okay, all of this stuff, it was a fitting end for him as a character, I think giving his life to save this planet that he's learned to become so fond of and
0: takes care of his son.
3: Yeah. yeah. being able to see his son is at home at peace. He has a new family with people that um, he's learned to, uh, he, that he's gotten to know and that he has come to respect and, and care for. Um, yeah. I think there's some little weird discrepancies in how and why, but it, it worked as a, an overall plot.
0: The theme work, the execution wasn't necessarily Yeah, there. and the
3: execution was a little messy,
5: but the overall idea
3: <laughs> was, a, red goof. was great.
5: <laughs> yes. Agreed. <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. That's it for today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean.
0: I honestly, I, in my head, it just, I pictured him going through that mind meld and then John like closing his eyes like a single tear and opening up and his dad being gone.
5: Yeah, right? That would have been fun too.
0: Like I yeah, like I wanted one of those
5: like,
0: <laughs> I'm not
2: crying, you're crying.
5: Yeah, we got dripped on that.
2: Do you think they didn't know what to do with him if he actually melded with him and didn't know where to go from there or that he can kind of see him all the time and they had to make up something with that?
0: Uh, yeah, see, I, I don't know. It just, it, it it the whole thing seemed like a stretch.
4: With, a little bit,
2: yeah. Would you I, act I a just, little bit different if you knew your dad was in your head and he kind of speak through in his eyes? I hear him all the time. <laughs> oh, yes. I,
3: think, I think it was like, I think it's more like he just receives the memories and the knowledge and then...
0: The, the physical form goes away.
3: Yeah, but I don't hmm. think that, like, his mind isn't... I don't think he, like, actually lives on. I think it's more of, like, a... My memories live on, and therefore so do I. And all I the knowledge worry. gets passed down.
0: Yeah, I don't want that pressure of my
3: dad being in my head yeah. all the time. Dad's watching you bang every time. Like, I don't Pleasure know. Right
0: <laughs> this is going to be
4: bad.
3: Dad, don't look. <laughs> Ugh. I'm just cringing now. This is bad. This is- <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Strange. Um, yeah, overall, though, this episode was... Uh, it was interesting. There was a lot going on. There was a lot that happened. Um, which is always the case with the second to last episode. It it really is. They they. It's just kind of a hodgepodge of crap that they're trying to tie up real quick so they can get on to the finale. Um, it could have been worse. It was a little confusing. There were moments that brought me out of it. But overall, I, I do want to cut them a little bit of slack just because I know that there's so many plot points that were brought up earlier in the season. And then they went on that hiatus and things changed and, eh, you know, um, but final, final thoughts on this episode. Um, Jesse, what did you think?
2: I thought it was really good. It did kind of move around quite a bit. I did like a lot of the things with, um, with John's dad, a lot of the things that he said, you know, made a lot of sense in that he was really close with Alex that we didn't, you know, know that much about, but kind of him melting basically into the earth was, it was okay, but the guy in the graphics after when you saw that guy with the fire in his eyes, the other Martian with the fire in his eyes, that was kind of a little bit weird. It kind of took away from it a little bit.
3: The, the CGI there, that memory. Yeah,
2: and just... the. It was. It was just kind of weird. It kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, yeah. the rest was all right. It kind of going into the next, the next episode with the season finale, w- with there's some surprises that are coming up in there too. Um, I watched that one, but I'm not gonna spoil anything for that episode. But, um, overall, it was it was okay. But they could have gone into a few more things a little bit deeper. Yeah,
3: definitely. Uh, Nicole.
5: Um, I pretty much agree with Jesse, actually. Like, it was, it was okay. Um, some of the CGI was weird. The, uh, it felt like they definitely were just trying to work with the situation, the writers, because of the Kreisberg effect. Mm Um, so. It's real. Yeah, it's real. Um, so, yeah, I'm cutting them a little bit of slack for this season in general, the last half of this season. Um but yeah it was it was okay.
2: Bob.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it at all, but it's uh unfortunate decisions on what they were doing. The, there were strong parts of the episode that could have been a lot stronger uh if they just would have went with it and let it go. Like had, had better ideas and just not come up with brand new things that we've never heard of before and just to fill in a story that's what i felt a lot of the episode was was just like okay well no this is here uh this is why this happened okay you know even the the melding into the fucking earth thing it was just like i don't know what this is um the the golden girls of kryptonian or krypton were not intimidating enough for me and i think that's what it took me out of it from the beginning. It was just watching them like stomp around like badasses and just not buying the bullshit. Yeah, and so I think that's what took me out of the beginning. You know the the, the scenes with Win and Kara and uh, her mom. You know, trying to get the portal active. Awesome. Alex's fight scene. Awesome. uh You know, kind of the. the John and his dad and John's dad and Alex, the, you know, those scenes were good. It just wasn't enough to overpower some of the other things that I was just, like, looking at going, I'm so fucking lost and over whatever you're trying to do right now.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you guys covered most of it. Um, honestly, yeah, it just it was painfully obvious that they were trying to wrap up some stuff and, like, making kind of desperate decisions, I guess, on the how to how to finish up these storylines and stuff but um but it could have been worse could have been a lot worse it was it was an all right episode um wasn't great but it wasn't terrible um there was some good moments there's some great things that happened some wonderful acting from multiple people this episode um but there was just some inconsistency and confusion along the way that really and well and kind of a weird performance choice whether it was from the actresses themselves or the directors or whatever but um with the uh the the golden girls of Krypton. Uh so yeah, there were things that brought me out of the episode for sure, but overall, I mean I I didn't leave the episode going, well, that was a shit show. So whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um I, you know, maybe I'm jaded, but I've come to expect that sort of situation from these pre finale episodes. I expect there to be a whole bunch of stuff where I'm going to be like, okay, well, yep, that's how we tied up that storyline. All right, moving on. Like, I just, I just expect that at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hurry up and wrap it up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there, there were some weird CGI things in there. I, I too, really didn't like that final memory. I thought it was poorly animated and it really pulled me out of that moment. You know, it, it seemed emotional, and you know he was—he was finally going to be leaving this world, and then this last memory is just some convoluted, weird uh, claymation looking that she. Would, I don't know. It was strange, but um, it did lead right into the finale. You know, it, it left us at a good place to start off that finale. So. That's mostly what I care about for this episode. Um, we did get closure on what was going to happen with John's dad. So overall, fine. Okay, episode. Um, any, any last thoughts or hopes for the future, I guess, before we get into the end of this and nope. move on to our next episode? All right. No. no. Well, uh, Jesse, thank you so much for being on with us.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys.
3: All right. Well, with that, that's gonna be it for this episode of DC on CW Supergirl Edition. You can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rainman Digital app. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW, Instagram at DC underscore on underscore CW. And uh, we will catch you next time for our season one.
4: How did you do that?
1: I'm Supergirl.
4: You're who now?